Your day has just begun. Yeah. But for DJ and PK, they're just hitting their stride. It's time for all your headlines from the night in sports. As DJ and PK tell you what's trending. Come on. Are you ready? On 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Yeah. Hashtag Utah Jazz. No, I'm just coming in, just trying to listen and grow every day. Um, you know, I feel like we still got a lot of steps to take um, to be, you know, complete. Um, but at the end of the day, you know, I'm taking it day by day and just keep working. That's Jordan Clarkson settling in pretty quickly and pretty nicely, helping out the Jazz bench. They're back at it tonight in Chicago. PK, it's three-game road trip, but this is not a difficult road trip. They don't have any really good teams on this trip. So let's go 3-0, Dave. What do you say? There it is. 3-0. The bar. The goal. Get there. Jazz are 21-12. and They've only got uh, one loss in the last couple of weeks. What is the main concern, PK? What is the next thing for them to fix? Or should Jazz fans just sit back and watch them pile up the wins? Because they've got it now. They're dialed in. Look, I'd say right now, yeah, to have that opportunity to continue to play well, and then you always got something to worry about. You never don't. I mean, that's this we are as human beings. I could think of 20 things, 19 of which really don't matter, but I'm still going to find ways to worry about them. So my thought is the next big thing, provided everybody stays healthy, is how you're going to incorporate Conley when he's ready to go. Still don't know when that is. Jazz and Bulls tonight, 6 o'clock the tip. So 5 o'clock pregame here on the Zone Sports Network. Hashtag NBA. Yeah, obviously, it's uh, a bittersweet. Um, the bitter part of it is that we lost a, a, a great visionary. Um, I think him and Dr. James Naismith is two of the most important people for the game of basketball. Um, obviously, Dr. Naismith, because he created the, the game. And then uh, David, his vision, his vision to make this game global. Don't know how many people believed in that with him or thought it was um, something that couldn't be done, but he made this game global. That's LeBron James talking about David Stern, the former NBA commissioner, passing away at the age of 77. He'd had a brain hemorrhage three weeks ago uh, while eating lunch in a Manhattan restaurant. Uh, He was 77. And PK, the game went, as LeBron uh, kind of alludes to there, from tape-delayed finals in the U.S. to playing games all over the world, NBA players from all over the world. Certainly the Olympics in 92 were a big step towards that. Uh, where the NBA is now and then, it's night and day. Total change. Oh, I can say that. Yeah, I can agree with that. I think that if you look at who had the biggest impact on the game, who wasn't a player, then certainly you can put David Stern on that list and probably at the top of that list in our lifetime. You, you look at it from the player standpoint, you still had to have the players. And that time you speak of, of going from tape delay to where we are now, you know, you needed a magic and a bird. I think they're thought of as sort of, uh, what would you say, almost like the founding fathers of the modern NBA. And then they transitioned. And there was other guys along the line, Dr. J and, and some others, obviously, and then going forward into Michael Jordan. But those are players. So you got the players over here, and then you got David Stern over there. And when you look at it from the standpoint of a non-player to shepherd everything and sort of put everything together, then, yeah, his legacy will live on forever in that way. 
Four games in the NBA. Uh, the Lakers crushed the Suns, had a massive early lead, and just cruised home. And to uh, tie this all back into the Jazz and the Bulls tonight, you look at the teams leading the conferences, the Lakers in the West and the Bucks in the East, and they're both undefeated against sub-500 teams. Everybody's got to play them. All you can do is win those games. It's not going to define your season, but they're not giving anything away now, and there's a reason they're at the top spot, and that's one of them right there. These guys are crushing all the teams that are under 500. Yeah, LeBron's first game as 35 because he turned 35 on the 30th, and then obviously last night was his first game, and my gosh, he was just absolutely awesome. That was just the Suns, but still, at 35, he's incredible. Can we stick a fork in the Blazers? They had a four or five game win streak there, got within a couple games of 500, and I thought, okay, well, they're kind of on that same trend as the Oklahoma City Thunder are. They, they won't get into the top four, but they can still get into the playoffs. The Thunder kept winning, and they're in the seventh spot, and they're over 500 now. But the Blazers have dropped five in a row at 14 and 21. That looks like an awfully long haul. I suppose they're a game and a half out of a playoff spot, but so far from a 500, uh, no longer relevant to the Jazz unless they're playing them head-to-head. Yeah? Yeah, you're putting a fork in him. I think, you know, as as human beings, that would probably hurt. Ah. So I'd adv- I would advise not doing that. I've been putting a fork in everything for three weeks. I'm going to have to stop. So we might as well stop yeah, with but the Blazers. How many human beings have you stuck forks in? Because I don't know you've been into cannibalism. You've eaten everything in front of you except human beings. I'm going to take the fifth. I don't want to incriminate myself. Wow. Uh, yep. Leave it up to your imagination. Let's talk some college hoops, Yak. Make it happen. Hashtag college basketball. So Utah State went to UNLV. Unlucky in love, PK. And unlucky from behind the three-point line. Could not make it three. Vegas jumped on him early and led the whole way and won 70-53. Couldn't buy a bucket. Yeah, this is the start of conference play. Now for these guys, they already played a couple of conference games earlier in December and now it's conference season going forward and we speak about conference season being different and it is different There's no question. It's different teams know you better uh, Just the intensity increases and the Aggies did not look good. Now Canada didn't play again I don't know what his status is going forward Vegas hasn't had a good record. I think they were like six and eight coming yep. into that game they right? were. And so you're thinking all right the Aggies probably should win. Well, no doesn't turn out that way still plenty of time to recover but wow, I mean, you've got Vegas and then you come around on the, what's today? Today's only Thursday. So you've got uh, two more days. you got San Jose State coming into your building and they're undefeated. Yep. I mean, they are literally undefeated. So you, 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 they're already, they already won two games, so it wouldn't be an 0-2 start. So it's not that bad. It would be a 2-2 two and two start, but obviously it would be a two-game losing streak. It sets up a pretty big clash on Saturday up at the Spectrum against the Aztecs. Utah State is due to hit some shots from behind the three-point line after that two-for-19 performance in Las Vegas. Tonight, the Utes are playing Oregon State. That's on the Pac-12 Networks at 6.30 up at the Huntsman Center if you want to go. Oregon State off to a 10-2 start. Utah off to a 9-3 start. So, big game for the Utes in the Pac-12 tonight. If you want to check that out, uh, that'll be starting a little after the Jazz game. They kind of overlap there, but nonetheless. DJ and PK. Hashtag Utah. Sam with the snap. Blitz coming. Elliger hit as he throws for the end zone looking for Duvernay. And a flag comes in. 
Devin caught it anyway. Touchdown, Texas. How do you like that? Interfered, grabbed, held, and Duvernay makes the catch for the Texas touchdown. Here's Keontae with running room, 45-40. Keontae has stiff arms still on his feet, 35-30. Keontae, say goodnight to this one. Ingram finishes the job. One play, 49 big ones to the house, and that should do it. Couple of the second half highlights for the Longhorns is Texas with a uh, in control in the lead at halftime, but they really blew it open in the second half and they win 38 to 10. Huge disappointment for the Utes and now 0-4 in December the last two years, 20-4 in the regular season, which is great. 0-4 in December, really disappointed bunch of Utes at the podium. Uh, they they didn't take the one. They, they were down after the San, after the loss in San Diego in the Holiday Bowl last year. But this one, uh, this one was different, PK. Oh, I totally agree. I'm trying to remember a more disappointing loss. I don't know that I can come up one in, up with one in recent times. You're better at that than I am. But yeah, that was that was bad. That was really really bad. I, I got more worried about Texas as I was down in San Antonio for three days and speaking to people and really doing a much deeper dive into the Longhorns than I would from Salt Lake, certainly, without really paying attention to them at that level throughout the regular season. So I thought that it could be more difficult than I originally anticipated, so I was concerned about that. But that was a complete and total no-show. All right, we get a lot of reaction on that, and we are going to get to that coming up. And Frank Dolce will be here at 8 o'clock to help us uh, put a bow on this season and look ahead to the next one. Your reaction to the loss with the Longhorns coming up in about 10 minutes. Stay with us here on 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Hashtag college football. Herbert, points to the right, handed off the Rudell captain. Going to try to go outside, straight arm. 25, 20, foot race, 10. Are you kidding me? Justin Herbert has scored! Justin Herbert with a burst of speed! That's a decision that I think his family needs to make, and I'm sure when they make that decision, uh, they'll let everybody know. All right, there are the stories. Looking back and looking forward, New Year's Day highlighted by a very good Rose Bowl, and Justin Herbert runs for three touchdowns, and Oregon gets the win, 28-27. So, of the top three teams in the conference, Two of them lost, but I guess if you wanted one to win, you want the one to win in the Rose Bowl and everybody's watching. USC and Utah got blown out, but Oregon gets it done, PK. Yeah, they did. They took advantage of the turnovers, obviously. That punter dropping the ball and Brady Breeze picking it up and running it in was very important. And and they did just enough, and that's really all you need to do because who cares how you win as long as you win. Oregon gets the victory, caps their season. The the uh, Pac-12 champs, 12 and two, and now Herbert, the senior, off to the NFL. They had a great recruiting year. Be interesting to see if they can uh, get rock solid quarterback play. You start doing that, and then you're not. Uh, then they're not rebuilding; they're reloading. We'll see if they can pull that off. The Sugar Bowl, Georgia beats Baylor, 26 to 14, and Minnesota. Disappointing finish to their season. They had a chance at the Big Ten title, and then last. Two of the last three games, I guess, not really going their way. But they did win their bowl game. They beat Auburn 31-24. So Minnesota finishes the year 11-2. And And Bama, Mac Jones is the future. How do you like the future for the Crimson Tide? They're not going anywhere, are they? What do you mean? As far as being a national title contender, if Tua Tungavailoa, which is what we just heard there, was uh, that was uh, uh, 
Nick Saban looking ahead and Tagovailoa on Monday the 6th is supposed to announce what he's going to do. I assume he's going to go to the pros, but we'll see. But if he does go to the pro, Mac Jones throwing for 300 yards, three touchdowns. Bama blows out Michigan. I mean, they, they lost two games in the regular season this year for the first time since like 2010. That's an unbelievable run. But finish yeah, on a high I'd, note. I'd have to see uh, once the graduate transfer stuff is done, who's on the roster. College football today, if you want some more, 21st-ranked Cincinnati plays Boston College, and uh, that's in 1 o'clock. And then Indiana and Tennessee, the Gator Bowl, both those games are on ESPN. DJ and PK. Hashtag NFL. So the regular season ends, and Cowboy head coach Jason Garrett's out there uh, taking selfies with his whole family in his suit, throwing the ball around at midfield. It really felt like a goodbye to the star there at the 50-yard line. But he hasn't been fired yet. Meeting for a third time now as they try to figure out uh, what the future holds for the Cowboys and Garrett. His contract expires January 14th. He coached this year as a lame duck. So, see if Jason Garrett is somehow going to get another deal in Dallas. Seems a little hard to believe. They've been to the playoffs three times in his nine years. They haven't been to a a conference championship game since the last time he went to the Super Bowl. A quarter of a century without the Cowboys in the NFC title game. Mm, What drama. Exactly. Uh, It is official. It finally happened. Ron Rivera, the head coach in Washington. He hires Jack Del Rio, a former NFL head coach himself, a former USC Trojan, as defensive coordinator. Washington finally going to get it together, PK, or crazy ownership will sink you every time, no matter how good the coaching staff looks. Well, I think you have to say this so many times. You have to have everything lined up. You have to have good ownership. You have to have good management. You have to have good players. And if you have any of those three out of the whack, well, then it becomes more difficult. So if that ownership is going to interfere and make decisions that they shouldn't be making, well, yeah, there's going to be problems. I'm never going to own a team, so it doesn't really matter. But I always thought you should hire a GM and let the GM hire the coach and then hold the GM responsible for how things go. Cleveland fired the coach, then eventually the Browns make the decision to uh, and mutually agree to part ways with their GM Jimmy Haslam. But now there are reports out of Cleveland that they're going to hire a head coach before they hire a GM. It's Cleveland. They're just going to insist on getting it wrong. Would you hire a coach and then hire your GM? That didn't make any sense to me. I guess so. I hadn't really thought about it. What is Trending is brought to you by Shamrock Plumbing. Receive a free reverse osmosis system with the purchase of any water softener at Shamrock Plumbing. 801-295-1690 at Shamrock Plumbing. All right, coming up next, the Utes. What went wrong? What has to be fixed? How are Ute fans feeling at the end of an 11-3 season? Uh, I've already taken a peek at our Facebook page. You may have done the same over uh, New Year's. People are mad. People are frustrated. People are sad. We'll get to all of that coming up. DJ and PK, it's 97.5 and 1280 The Zone.